everybody, and welcome to Dirty Work Minute. It's the podcast where we're watching and analyzing the 1998 Norm Macdonald film, Dirty Work, one minute at a time. And I'm one of your hosts, David K. Jones. And I'm John Yabez, and um, I usually say something after that, but I'm not going to because there's, uh, there's just me, it's just me and David. Yep, it's just us. This entire week. Yeah. Just, you're just getting an overload of two best damn podco- podcast hosts. I can't, even, I can't even say podcast right. Yeah. <laughs> podcast hosts. There's a lot of ST sounds yeah, in there. Yeah. A lot of strong consonants. Yeah. Sometimes I flub off <laughs> with the English language. Yeah. But you know what? Being able to uh, speak and enunciate well is not one of the things you need to do as a, as a great podcast host. It's just <laughs> something that I think that we've, we've proven over the past uh, 16 weeks or so. <laughs> you think it's... Um, you think it's... Uh, you, think, you think I... Uh, well, David, you're very good at speaking English. Oh, you, uh, uh, yeah, I'm uh, doing it my whole life. <laughs> Me too, but like, so for some reason, I think I think I'm being worse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm reverting to some kind of primal state where I'm just tr- making grunting noises <laughs> to indicate what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Drawing a lot of pictures on the wall. Yeah, yeah. I think you want a, a buff- you want a buffalo. You want to stab a buffalo with a spear. Yeah, I just discovered fire yesterday. <laughs> And uh, today we're talking about Minute 77 of Dirty Work. Uh, minute 77 is, uh, it's all credits. It starts with uh, some uh, credits for the stunt performers on one side of the screen. On the other side, we have some bloopers with uh, Mitch trying to uh, deliver a line to Travis Cole. Mm-hmm. But he can't. He's just laughing his way through it. Yep. And Chris McDonald goes, uh, approaches him and tells him he's trying to help him. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get a lot of context on what he was doing. So. Nope, nope. Probably making him laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was. He was probably making faces. He's probably making handgun things, like shooting with Gavin, just to <laughs> remind him how great, great a character really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, shooting with Gavin was a much. Uh, it was a villain that got a lot to do a lot more in in Happy Gilmore than Travis Cole really does in Dirty Work. He doesn't do a whole lot. It's true. Yeah. I guess if uh, Tra- uh, Travis Cole and Shooter McGavin got into a fight, right? Who do you think would win? I feel like Travis Cole isn't as like a a physical uh, a man as uh, Shooter McGavin is. Shooter McGavin's like a professional athlete, right? Yeah, but Travis Cole did tackle a man off of a balcony. That's true. He's fearless. Yeah, he's got. Uh, I mean, they're both very wealthy. Yeah. Right, but yeah, Travis Cole's got that uh, blatant disregard for his own safety. Yeah. So I don't know if Sh- uh, Shooter didn't really. Shooter actually, you know, Shooter was kind of more cowardly. In a way, because uh, yeah. the giant man in the uh, uh, Jaws <laughs> <laughs> wanted to wanted to meet him out in the parking lot, yeah. and that uh, really scared Shooter McGavin. Yeah. I guess Shooter McGavin wasn't afraid of Happy though. Right, yeah, he would have probably fought him if he had the chance. Yeah, so. I think so. It'd be interesting. Be more of a temper. Yeah, yeah it'd be a really good crossover. I think. Yeah, Mitch and Happy Gilmore versus <laughs> two versions of Christopher McDonald. Yeah. That's a celebrity death match I want to see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I had a, my first moped I ever had right. uh, was stolen, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I called it, uh, I called it Scooter McGavin for a while, which That's great. <laughs> made me very happy <laughs> just to have it. When I got stolen, it made me very sad, actually. <laughs> and I, like, I, I got a new moped and like, people were like, uh, people... <laughs> <laughs> my one friend was just like, uh, "Are you gonna call it, call it Scooter McGavin?" And I was like, "No, that's that's like too much nah, painful memory yeah. for me now." You know, I forgot what I called it. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Happy Gilmore was before Dirty Work mm-hmm. by a couple of years, I think. 
So then, if you are going to continue in the vein of naming your mopeds after Chris McDonald villain characters, I think Travis Cole would be next on the list. Yeah. Just trying to figure out how to make a pun out of Travis Cole and a, a moped or a scooter. Um, yeah. Travel Cole. Like you travel travel yeah. around. Coleped. Coleped. <laughs> Travis Coleped. Travis Coleped. That's that's all right. Yeah. yeah that's, uh... I think it's the best we're going to get today. <laughs> As soon as I name it something after Christian McDonald, someone's probably going to just steal it. Yeah. <laughs> I could call it, if I ever got, if that ever got stolen and I got a third one, I could just call it Christopher, uh, McPolpen. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You can name it whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. I got to start putting Christopher McDonald's face as a sticker in the front of it or something. <laughs> People can come to their own conclusions. Yeah. <laughs> man i hope they make those if uh, any of you listeners know where we can get a christopher mcdonald face on a sticker mm-hmm. tweet us that information please i would happily put that on whatever yeah i owned actually so yeah definitely put it right on the windshield of my car boom yeah right like the giant one yeah <laughs> just taking up like half of it <laughs> just so uh you know it's easier to drive that way yeah i think Especially if you know that Christopher McDonald is on your side. Yeah. <laughs> like, what what court in this entire nation could convict you of anything if you were to get into a, a vehicular accident? Right. right. But, like, there was just a giant Christopher McDonald sticker <laughs> on your windshield. <laughs> you could do, like, your little uh, handguns in court. <laughs> yeah, everyone would love it mm-hmm. and let you off. What would your defense be? You just go up and be like, I eat, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and I would just hope that the uh, the prosecutor doesn't say, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. And then you go, and then you're like, you call yourself a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> and then you get off scot-free, yeah. <laughs> even though you killed people. <laughs> so Happy Gilmore might be the next minute movie-by-minute podcast we do. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's definitely... A, one of the more memorable Adam Sandler films. Yeah. You know, talk talk about him as you will nowadays, right? Right. You all got to put food on the tables. Yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like he's got enough money. Oh, uh, yeah. You never know, though. You yeah. You know how he spends it. That's true. He'd be Nicholas caging it and buying yeah. dinosaur skeletons. <laughs> and castles that you don't ever live in. <laughs> and islands that you never live in. Yeah. Live on, I mean. That's bizarre. I guess it's one of those things you, you get to learn about people, right? It's like give them a, give them a lot of money and see what they do with it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's a point now, right? Where you can like, if you really wanted to, you could probably somehow get Nicolas Cage and Sam Jackson in your low budget movie if you really <laughs> tried hard enough. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that Sam Jackson is in debt to a lot right. of money, but he seems to just I think pick just up anything. Yes, yeah. I think Danny Trejo, like that's his rule. Is like any anyone who asks them to be in his movie, he'll do it. Really? Yeah. Any movie. If, if, it, if it fits in the schedule, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, scheduling. We should just write a movie with those three guys in mind. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> like a, we, what kind of movie would that be? Would be like a Three Men and a Baby <laughs> spiritual sequel or yeah. remake? To... <laughs> yeah, because I mean, babies will be in anything. Yeah, and be like an action film. Yeah. An action comedy buddy <laughs> type of thing. Because those three guys, right? That's what yeah. they're kind of known, known for. Being in everything. What's the last Nick Cage movie you saw? Ooh. Honestly, it was probably like one of the National Treasure movies, right? The first one? Ooh. Yeah. Those were rough. Yeah. Oh, I know. I think it was uh, 
It was Kick-Ass. I always forget that he was in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's one of the better ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's played yeah. a very small part in it. Yeah, but he's also yeah. very good in it. Yeah. You know, he, there are flashes of old awesome Nick Cage. Because yeah. right? Nick Cage has always been kind of a crazy person. Right. When it comes to acting, right? But you, can, you can't deny the fact that he's a good actor. Right. When he like puts his effort into it. Yeah. Uh, like movies like Joe. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, you should definitely see that. But like, there's definitely movies where you're like, oh, yeah, he's just trying to pay off that debt. Right. Because like the last, <laughs> the last movie I saw him and just as a joke, just to see how it was, was, right. was that remake for Left Behind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird to think that like we, we, we've, that we've been around long enough right. to <laughs> witness a Left Behind trilogy and a remake? Yeah, it got rebooted already. Yeah, with the... Uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. And, like, I think the guy that he played, like, the character he plays was, the original guy that played that guy was, like, some soap opera star or something <laughs> like that. Just to think if you're that guy, and you're like, oh, my, my trilogy was made, now they're remaking it nah. with an A-list celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage. The thing I love about the Left Behind movie, Left Behind movie was the fact that Nick Cage played this, uh, airplane pilot right? right and he was supposed to be morally corrupt right in the sense of what fundamentalist christians think is morally <laughs> corrupt so like you, you watch you watch movies you watch movies like you know catch me if you can right right or uh, uh or flight with denzel washington yeah. right or like he plays a he plays a dude that snorts coke and drinks vodka and flies a plane right right but like nick cage his 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 biggest character flaw is the fact that he finds another woman that's not his wife uh, interesting. <laughs> doesn't even like he doesn't go, he doesn't act on his impulses. Right. He doesn't cheat. Oh, so he doesn't find the way that she has sex with him interesting. No, <laughs> just a, just a few words that she says. One yeah, time. yeah, like the temptation, <laughs> right? Was his biggest thing that he had to overcome. Yeah, and I was just like, this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, and like it's it's like a two-hour film, and like I think for about like a hundred fifteen minutes of right. it, he's sitting in the sitting in the cockpit of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the first chapter of the book. It's I feel like that first then. book is not him, just him sitting in a plane going, "Oh, I think the rapture's happening right now." Yeah. Well, the the thing is, like the guy that plays the the, the main character, right? Because right. Nick Cage is even in the main oh. character of the film. <laughs> but like the guy that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the guy that's uh i think the like the i can't remember his name is but he replaced kirk cameron oh because kirk cameron was the original star right. of that of that whatever that thing was but oh my god that movie was <laughs> we should do that sure you should actually like it'd be you know you, you probably your guests probably will, will never ever come back <laughs> forcing them to sit through that thing but uh oh. um is, do you have a favorite nick cage worst movie oh favorite worst i don't know like i like con air a lot like uh, i could watch well, that i don't consider it a bad movie. yeah i don't really consider That's it a bad a great movie, movie. <laughs> john malkovich nick cage yeah. dave chappelle come on how <laughs> could you hate chappelle. that movie and then uh, uh steve buscemi yeah and danny trejo danny <laughs> danny trejo yeah. i need to watch that movie and maybe you should do con air yeah, i would love to do con air <laughs> make a list seems like someone's going home today <laughs> i think that's a line from that film right <laughs> That's so. my John Malkovich impression. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, like, the, the one thing I love about the movie is that they kind of they encapsulate what you would think Stevie Shemmy <laughs> is the whole creepy child pedophile yeah. vibe. The fact he doesn't have to do anything. He just has his face and they go, oh, yep, that's, yeah. that's it. Especially that scene where, you know, he's 
sitting with that girl and yeah. he's, all he's doing is smiling at her. You're just like, oh my God, I don't. This is the creepiest. <laughs> Stevie Stevie Shemi should be like in a bell, uh, not a bell. Uh, who's that? Who's that guy in Casablanca? Uh, the, the guy with the weird voice. Um, uh, Peter Lorre. Yeah. He should be like. They should make a Peter Lorre movie with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, he's the modern day Peter Lorre. Yeah. But I think my face. I think I think my favorite worst Nick Cage thing is probably Worker Man. Oh Worker yeah, I've never actually seen it. Just the oh, clips. Oh yeah, the, watch the entire thing. <laughs> You'll it'll make you it'll make you question everything you ever know. But like either that or the blooper reels from any of the Ghost Rider movies when Ooh. he's transforming <laughs> into Ghost Rider without the CGI. Those are pretty. Those are pretty gold. <laughs> those are pretty awesome. Oh, I gotta find those <laughs> and link off to them in the show notes. But, uh, yeah. What were we talking about before all this Nick Cage I stuff? I don't know. We went down a, uh, a weird rabbit hole. We were talking a lot about Chris McDonald. Oh, yeah. Scooters yeah. and... Uh, Don Rickles. The uh, last minute we get to see any Don Rickles. Oh, yeah. 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 And he, he burns he burns Norm <laughs> yeah. about him getting his own movie. Yeah. Which, in a way, is a compliment. Right. You know, coming from Don Rickles. Yeah. So, very sweet thing for him to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's great that Don Rickles is still... Kegan just a few years ago. Yeah. You know, he's still performing in Vegas. Yeah, up, up until the end, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Still sharp as a tack. Yeah. And I remember they did that roast for him. Right. A few years before that. And, you know, he was, he, he was up there with a cane and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, I think one of my favorite moments was, like, something that, that didn't happen on stage. Amy Poehler was uh, talking to, trying to get to talk to him. Right. And uh, she's she's talking about how the fact that she came up to him, she told him uh, how big a fan she was of him, and I don't know, and I try to butter him up, right? And all he all he does is look at her and go, and he, all he does is look at her and goes, uh, check please. So <laughs> 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 that's yeah, Don Rickles is the man. Yeah, I love Don Rickles. People people think people think his material is dated, and most people don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see the the documentary they did on him? I uh, no. Is that a thing? Oh, what it's called. I never saw it either. I'll uh, I'll make note of it. Yeah, I just love the I just love the roast he did, like you know the the Clint one, the Clint Eastwood one, and the Frank Sinatra one. Yeah, that's how you know comedians back in the day had huge balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Don Rickles just making fun of a dude that can have you whacked <laughs> in any moment. Yeah. You know, just ugh, geez. So, Mr. Warmth, the Don Rickles project. That's the. Uh... The documentary from 2007. That was 10 years ago. Hmm. I still haven't watched it. I'll definitely, I'll definitely yeah, check, it out. check that out. You know, it's sad now. You, know, you think about who's going to be the voice of Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. Uh, if, if they're even going to have him. They might not even have Like, do you, think they, do you think they would continue to have his character in the films? I don't think you could. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you could. Like, uh, yeah, because I don't know how relevant a toy Mr. Potato Head is anymore. Yeah. And even just thinking now, like, Toy Story, like, how many toys do kids have anymore? Anyways, yeah. it's all stipends. Yeah, all, the, all those toys are pretty much dated. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't know. It's interesting. Knowing Pixar, though, you know yeah. if they definitely try to do something, Mr. Potato Head, it'll, it'll probably make me ball like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> those damn bastards and their emotionally connected yeah. films. <laughs> it'll probably win him an Oscar or something. Yeah, <laughs> not even in the film. <laughs> I'll finally, get that Oscar. He's so uh, much deserves. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, we got to ask for anything? No, right? Probably I don't think not. so. I don't think he was ever nominated. Yeah, I don't think he's, like, probably been in a bunch of movies, yeah? Yeah. He was in the casino. 
I've never seen Casino. You've never seen Casino? No. Casino's kind of like Goodfellas Light. You oh. know what I'm saying? But, you know, saying Goodfellas Light is, pretty, is still pretty much very violent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Monster film. Very good, though. Very yeah. good. Myers Scorsese. I think the guy's ever made a bad film. <laughs> David's looking up his credits. Yeah, I'm trying to see what uh, awards he was gotten. I can't find it. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> We're going to yeah. get a bunch of angry Don Rickles fans. We soon. are. How do you not know? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm not an awards guy. Awards are, awards are weird anyways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when it comes to when you get awards in your own field of work. Right. right? Like, <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and throw our vent for ourselves. Yeah. And then pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> <laughs> At least at the Kennedy Center, Center Awards, right? They award different fields of art. Right. At the same time, instead of like... No. The, the one thing I never understand is like the, when these things happen, when these acting things happen, and people win, and they don't have speeches prepared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you have a speech prepared? Yeah. Right. I mean, like you don't want to jinx it. Yeah. I mean, there's always that vetting stuff and the campaigns to get people yeah. winning, right? So I guess if you have a good sense that you know no one's really vetting for you, then you're probably <laughs> not going to win. But there's been upsets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like. The, the fact that you're even nominated, right? Right? There's like, what, five people nominated in a category? Yeah. Of hundreds of films that came out that year? Right. Like, you're not going to write something? Yeah. <laughs> you're not even going to go the cliched route of just thanking the people that worked on the damn film? Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, get out of here. You're in your false sincerity. No. <laughs> it's a weird and kind of, if you have respect for that award, you should write the speech, yeah. I guess. Like, if that, if that, Getting that award would mean something to you. You should take the time to do it. Yeah, Otherwise, it's a sign of insulting to that. Well, you know, there's some, like, boss actors. Usually the older ones, you right. know. Like, uh, there's a lady that keeps getting nominated over and over again. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Like, like people like her, like Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Michael Douglas. Yeah. It's old Hollywood. You know, they, they know what's up. Yeah. That's why they're professionals. That's why they're, <laughs> that's why they're still around. Yeah. They know how to, they know how to, they know how the business works. You know? Also, they... I understand that you know you can just have your assistant write it. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be a list of names that you have to read out loud. Yep, it's true. They still do the whole start playing your music stuff to get people off stage. I assume so. I have not watched the Oscars in ten years, fifteen years, maybe. Yeah, yeah me either. That that stuff always that stuff is a bore to me. Yeah, it's so long. Oh, well, I guess. It's like three hours, three plus hours. I guess this one was the one that was kind of like. They were trying to like, like. Uh, I think they let um, people of color in this last. Year. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was the, the first time. It was like a pendulum just swinging the complete opposite <laughs> way, right? It's just like, like an overload. Yeah. That's 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 not a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's what <laughs> seemed like because they, they also had like Chris Rock also, right? That's a, yeah, I think so. Other thing, people people were like, trying expecting him to do something crazy deal, or yeah. something, but he didn't. Uh, like because you know it's Chris Rock and yeah. you know he's very wealthy and respected <laughs> and you know what does he need to do yeah what does he have to prove <laughs> he's got it pretty good yeah <laughs> like he just proved that he can he can be part of the uh establishment yeah and not yeah. rock the boat you know maybe people start to realize that maybe it's not a race thing but more of a socioeconomic thing <laughs> right because once you get once you get swept up in that in that rich culture right? yeah. people stop complaining <laughs> You don't really see rich people complain about anything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Wonder why. Hmm. Maybe you should stop pointing at each other. Start pointing <laughs> upwards. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a term in comedy, right? Punching up. 
because like when you punch down, people think you're an asshole. <laughs> I guess when you punch up, when you punch anywhere, right, you're an asshole. Yeah, violence isn't the answer, Chad. Yeah, well, that's you know, just a term <laughs> that comedians use because they don't they don't want to sound like they're soft. So they get, we punch people. Yeah, we punch subjects. And yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, start targeting rich people. Yeah, people. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. Yeah. At the Oscars. And they have so much money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't you rather get some kind of monetary value out of the things you do? <laughs> <laughs> so in this minute, we also see Chris Farley. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last, the, the end of the uh, the bloopers is the Chris Farley scene that they're in the bar. And he's uh, talking to Mitch about living at the Y. And he's talking about how lonely he is and how they should mm-hmm. go camping. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chris Friday goes, Mitch, I'm lonely. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. It's, uh, you know, shows you some of that improv skill yeah. that Chris Farley has. It's the master of. Yeah, because I feel like all, most of his lines in the, in the film are improvised. They had that kind yeah. of feel to it. Definitely. I mean, he was, uh, he was, he was a master at that stuff, yeah. right? Like Second City, Improv Olympics. Yeah. Or I.O. They have to call themselves <laughs> the I.O. now, right? Legal, legal stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, definitely. Just a mega force of... Uh, man, I, like, I miss him every time I yeah. talk to him, you know? It's like, I, I kind of came... I think the thing that sucks about it is I kind of came into his sphere, right? Kind of near the end, because I yeah. was a child. I was, right. <laughs> I was, like, seven or eight, but, like, I, I knew who he was just because of Saturday Night Live and his... Yeah. Over the top characters, because like as a kid you find that well, you know, any age you find that right. you yeah. find that stuff funny, and you just uh, yeah, it was so agile and just like for <laughs> for a huge guy, you just yeah. had so much energy, you know, just uh, Jesus, you can't you don't really there's really like there's there's really been no one like him since, yeah, right? Right, not really. Like there there have been people that try to chase that, right? You know what I'm saying, and they just all just nope, it doesn't work. No, yeah. I mean Jonah Hill like. Try to do that, and now, but then he's just like, "No, I'd rather just become a serious actor." Yeah, <laughs> Jonah, Jonah Hill never had the uh, the energy that, nah. that Chris Farley has. He just had, you know, he was a fat guy. But like, that was he a, was funny in a very different way. Yeah, yeah, that's what Hollywood was trying to chase. Though, yeah, right? they're trying to chase yeah. that image. I mean, like even Chris Farley's brother is like that's right. the closest thing you can get to him, <laughs> right? That, that's the funny thing about these actors that die early that are super popular, right? Like, you take John Belushi, right? And then, like, people are like, oh, he's his brother, Jim Belushi. That guy must be great. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, that awful TV show. But, yeah, who's uh, Chris Farley's brother? Kevin Farley. Kevin Farley, yeah. yeah it's, I can't remember. He looks exactly like the guy in Tenacious D. Yeah, he does look a lot like him. <laughs> so, I mean, They might be the same person. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, also, in this minute, in the credits, we see the music supervisor is Michelle Wernick. Yeah. I think she did a good job. Setting up all the music in the in the film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of light. Yeah. Jovial. <laughs> comedic. Yeah. Like, so. There's a lot of popular songs for 1998 yeah. uh, sprinkled throughout. And then, like, the uh, just kind of the, the generic-sounding music that they have in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. It kind of sticks with me. Like, I always can, whenever I hear it, I know exactly where I, where I heard it from. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, like, uh, was there, like, a theme song in this? Can't really, not really. That is memorable. As yeah, other. but uh, I can definitely see this if you take the. I can definitely see this coming becoming like a sitcom type thing. Right. You know what I'm saying like Dirty Work. Would you watch a Dirty Work TV show? <laughs> I think so. If it was just like oh yeah, it was like every every week they're just setting up a revenge scheme on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, I think it's a good premise. Yeah, it's uh, 
And I think if you set it and it's, it's still set in the 90s, <laughs> right? You get the whole nostalgia feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, I think it'd be a great show. Yeah. Uh, TV producers. <laughs> and funny thing, I think me and Dave are pretty good writers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we established earlier this week that you you would have made a great writer for How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, <laughs> and I know everyone's been all the networks have been looking for the the new How I Met Your Mother ever since that show went off the air. So this could be it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. All the elements are there. Yeah, everyone's white. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was in the nineties, so people would be people would understand. Yeah, <laughs> there was no colored people in this country until no. two thousand five. <laughs> Yeah, we're into the credits. Into the credits. You know, the bloopers have ended. Yeah. Uh, a nice tribute at the end for Chris Farley. You know, yeah. definitely intentional. Just to have him <laughs> there one last time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if they. Cause I think this movie was released after he died. I, I think. I think so. So they probably Cause put he, him at the end there, just as like a tribute. Yeah. Because what was the film he made before? What was his last film? Was it Beverly Hills Ninja? Was that, that or the one with uh, the guy from Friends where they were like Lewis uh, and Clark, but oh, okay. that, whatever that was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That wasn't... Uh, oh, yeah, that was Chris Farley. For some yeah. reason, I think that was John Goodman. <laughs> what John Goodman? I mean, not John Goodman. Uh, what's his name? John Candy. Yeah. Was he did that... What was it? The Great Outdoors? Was that the last film he made? I don't know if it was the last film he made, but it was, it was set outside like this one was. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should just keep. Tri- Maybe we shouldn't cast larger actors to to uh, <laughs> go outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you gonna be doing a lot in this film? Oh, exploring and doing some physical, crazy, yeah. dangerous things. We should just uh, keep it light. <laughs> so, uh, almost heroes. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the last film. Yeah. And apparently, if his if. Chris Farley's filmography is accurate on Wikipedia. I've seen every single film that he's ever made. Oh, nice. Yeah. It says Wayne's World, Coneheads, Mm -hmm. Wayne's World 2, Airheads, Mm -hmm. Billy Madison, Tommy Boy, Black Sheep, Beverly Hills Ninja, Almost Heroes, and Dirty Work. The only movie I haven't seen on that was Almost Heroes. Ah. Is it good? It's, uh, it's fine. (laughs) You should probably definitely watch it, though. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, I was... Back in that day, you know, my sister was in Friends. Right. I was pretty much like my everything <laughs> anti everything my sister was into. Right. So is that why you didn't have any friends in school? Yeah, too? yeah. I didn't have friends. <laughs> and I watched the show Friends. Right. Thought this was a very contemptuous title. <laughs> very arrogant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's you guys, all of your friends. <laughs> I didn't I didn't listen to NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, <laughs> you know. I definitely didn't know who 98 Degrees right. were or B.B. Mac. <laughs> B.B. Mac. <laughs> yeah, like, great, I had a firm stance against uh, Ricky Martin and... Yeah. Uh, uh, the Macarena. The Macarena. <laughs> and Tamagotchis. <laughs> and Trapper Keepers. <laughs> I'm just I'm just hating on my sister right now. I don't yeah. know why I'm doing that. Yeah. She's a smart, fine, and uh, respectable lady. Yeah, she's like some stupid crap in the late nineties. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like uh, you compare me and her right now, right? Like right. she's like uh, happily married and <laughs> about to have a child. <laughs> what kind of joy is that? Yeah, you know, here I am recording a dirty word minute podcast. Yeah. It's much better. Here we are talking for a half an hour about the credits of the film <laughs> Dirty Work. <laughs> 
Anything that shows us if, if that shows anyone anything, right? Me and you can have a conversation about anything. Yeah. You know, someone should give us a syndicated <laughs> uh, talk show, radio thing. Yeah. Maybe on serious. Because <laughs> we're both very serious. Yeah. I think that's what it, that serious uh, business on serious. Yeah. Just think about it, David. Me and you could start this 20 year career. <laughs> By the end of it, we're going to just hate each other's yeah. guts. Be a huge fallout. <laughs> We'll make a movie about it. One of us gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll die rich with all that sweet satellite radio money. Yeah. Yeah. It'll still be around 20 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> As if the next, best, the next best thing won't come out to uh, whatever. Yeah. 2050. Yeah. Ugh. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think is going to replace satellite radio? Internet radio. Internet radio? Yeah. This stuff, it's podcast. podcasting. Because like, yeah, that's, that's to... pretty much what... That stuff yeah. is, right? Yeah. Only you don't have any control over, like, satellite radio. You, you can control a station, but you don't get to pick mm, the episodes. That's true. Stuff. But with like this, you can. The convenience is not there. Yeah. You have to still be dedicated to time slots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are transitioning into a world where, like, we just want things on demand. Right. You know, we don't want to wait for... We don't We don't like your silly schedule. Yeah, but I don't anyone else's schedule. It's weird. Yeah. We will binge your entire show if you want. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I don't have to, like, uh, be like, oh, I'm in the middle of watching this thing. I can't go anywhere or I'll miss the rest of it. I can just pause it. Yeah. And come back in five days. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's the great thing about it. They'll still have your place yeah. held. You know, they'll just resume right when you stop exactly. watching. And, yeah. People, we don't need uh, we don't need TV schedules anymore. Yeah. Get that out of here. Yeah, TV schedules, radio, live radio stuff. Yeah, or yeah. recorded radio stuff. I don't care. Even release dates for movies. Yeah. stop with that. Stop it. Just release it. Yeah, we'll watch it. <laughs> so I don't want to spend forty five dollars at the movies and then have to pee in the middle and just miss six minutes of the movie. <laughs> exactly. Right. I don't want to sit in a theater just to watch people on their phones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Sometimes I just want to go to people that do that, shake them, and just be like, is, that, <laughs> is this for your disposable income? You paid $16 just to look at your phone in a dark room? Yeah. You could have done that at home, you know? Yeah. I don't know. People people, people. Are, people are awful. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, uh, that's minute 77 of Dirty Work. Listeners, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow as we continue the, the last week of Dirty Work Minutes <laughs> here with the, uh, the credits. Also, uh, listen to What's Up With That, Bro. <laughs> Our theme song is Emotional by Aura Bora. You should check them out and a bunch of other awesome bands at failedorbitrecords.com. And we'd like to give special thanks to the Star Wars Minute podcast, through whom all things are possible. <laughs>